This is Uncovering Sports. Welcome to Uncovering Sports. I am Cactus Hamilton Barrett, joined as always by the Iron Man himself, Brendan Coleman. And uh, what a what a what a week! It's been an exciting <laughs> week. It's just been action. <laughs> Packed. Non-stop. Just one thing after another after another. It's been hard to keep up with this news cycle. Yeah, I thought we might have to do two episodes this week. Yep, we might have to turn it into a weekly show because we could pack so much of the stuff going on. What happened again this week? Uh, Johnny Manziel debuted in the CFL. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Top oh, story. Man. Killing it for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. They named them after you? They did. They named the whole town after me. And you hate Canada? I like a very small portion of it. Okay. And you, uh, I believe they went over Montreal. Yeah, it was very strange booking, but you know what? I think Montreal makes, will get it back later. I think it makes sense to me, and I think we're going to see a lot of that kind of booking when the XFL shows up. Mm, I don't know why you'd book your top team like that. But why we'll, you would book we'll, we'll the rattlesnakes to go over every match? Yeah, we'll, obviously. We'll have to ask Oliver Luck about it. Are we ever going to get a chance to talk to Oliver Luck? <laughs> Has anyone ever talked to Oliver Luck? No one's ever seen Oliver Luck, I don't think. Is he a real person? I've seen still images of him. Yeah, that's true. I don't think any video exists. Andrew Luck won't even confirm or deny the existence of this man. And he's purportedly his father. So take that as you will. That is strange. Speaking of Andrew Luck, he threw the football today. This is where we're at in the summer news cycle. <laughs> Andrew Luck, a quarterback in the NFL, threw a football. That's headline news. Still knows how to do it from what I read. That's huge. I also read that he was throwing real footballs. What was he throwing before? Nerf footballs? Could be. Brady balls. Oh, that was a Colts game. Exactly. There you go. Okay, okay. <laughs> he started with those. He worked his way back up to regulation. They're kind of like training wheels. Exactly. <laughs> Brady uses training wheels. That's what we learned this week. Uh-huh. If there's a quote that you take away from this, <laughs> Brady uses training wheels. We also got through the NBA Finals a heck of a lot quicker than anticipated. You know what? Thank you. <laughs> I'll take it. Smarks everywhere is saying thank you, but in a state of a bit of confusion, right? Because we thought it was going to Game 7. You'd think the end of this very long story would yeah. have a nice climax. There. The blow-off to a four-year feud ends in a sweep. I can't explain it, but I can't explain anything they do. So <laughs> All I know is that it did change. It was supposed to be a seven-game series. At the beginning of the playoffs, at the beginning of the season, they had planned it on a seven-game series. Sure. But I think that the vocal minority swayed Adam Silver's opinion, and he decided to do some kind of a swerve. Because he knew that casual fans were still going to eat it up. And I feel like maybe he decided to appease... The guys like us that are saying, why are you doing this to us again? Which seems like an odd position to take. Especially this late in the game. Right. If you really wanted to cater to us. You could have just written it entirely different. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like we're going to just forget. <laughs> I've talked to a lot of casual fans or, you know, NBA only fans. People that just watch the NBA don't watch other sports. And they were generally fine with it which i was kind of surprised about about the entire playoffs they're like oh yeah wow they really bought into this whole four times in a row can you believe that i was like well yeah i i, I can <laughs> yeah. 
you got one guy there eight years in a row. It's not that hard <laughs> to believe. I, I can guess who's going to be there next year, too. <laughs> but they bought into it, and they bought into the whole sweep thing, too. They were they were surprised. They were caught off guard. So I guess in terms of appealing to your you know majority casual or you know NBA only audience. Apparently, this is working. I wish I was that naive again. <laughs> I know. Can't I just be a kid again and I could <laughs> just watch basketball? And Michael Jordan was doing the same thing and we didn't care. <laughs> That's true. It was so nice. Yeah, it was a simpler time back then. It was a simpler time. And yet, we can't get back there. Or can we? Can we? And the, the thing that I feel like bugs me, maybe it bugs you too, is that these NBA fans are eating up this bland boring predictable same old thing and on a different channel just a few clicks of the remote over we had the nhl stanley cup and they they were doing great things all postseason long it's one of the best postseasons i've seen in a while right really pulling for the uh the old expansion team there i know they had you invested in the golden knights but finally, the Capitals overcame their own personal odds. They get a big win. In defeat, the Golden Knights look good. Beyond the Stanley Cup and even down into the earlier stages of the playoffs, it all made sense. It all worked really well. It was all exciting. Stuff was happening. If if an NBA fan tunes into that, they may be, their mind may be blown by what they're seeing. It's so good. It's too complex for them. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Yeah. Yeah, they you know they made two stars this year in one playoff. Right, Capitals finally got their championship. They've one of the biggest stars in the league, and then you've got a brand new team, brand new market in Las Vegas. Yep, and what a way to put them over. Yeah, NBA, all these young teams that were supposed to be big, you know, Philadelphia is supposed to be on the rise. Yep, Portland went on this huge win streak for what? They barely. I mean, they didn't even make it out of the. Sec- oh, they they got Owen Ford. My God. <laughs> What a waste of time that was. Right? And then they put <laughs> Damian Lillard into the all-NBA team, but f- for what? Nice consolation. Perhaps. And guess who's going to be in the finals next season? Well, I'm going to say Warriors. Warriors? And give me LeBron. Warriors and LeBron. Finals <laughs> next season. Right. Yep. Whatever team, and this is, I will say, at this point, this is just a rumor. Do not take this more than that for now we'll see how the summer shakes out but what i've heard is 30 teams are trying to sign lebron some of the top contenders are willing to change the name of the team to the lebrons wow so we may have a lebrons somewhere next season officially officially unofficially we've had it for years we we all yeah we always (laughs) had that we had the miami lebrons we had the cleveland lebrons but we may be getting the Philadelphia LeBrons. That's that all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, we'll see where that goes <laughs> on some ESPN special. <laughs> yep. Enough about basketball. It's over now. We can walk away. Honestly, I'm not going to think about it until next season because I'm so frustrated with it. I'm turning it off. Until next postseason. <laughs> yeah, until next postseason. <laughs> and even then. <laughs> July 17th is the... MLB's All-Star Game. July 18th is MLB's first ever enhanced All-Star Game where the strongest, fastest, and greatest players of all time will be taking the field. We've been building toward it for the last several weeks as Commissioner Rob Manfred put us in charge of booking the event, including putting the teams together. 
Last week, we had Mike Peterson on the show. He's our baseball expert here at Uncovering Sports. He took a look at our rosters. He thought our rosters were okay, but he he felt like... He thought mine was a little better than yours. I do recall him briefly believing yours is better until he helped me out. And uh, he he did help you out also. Mike Peterson chose our picks for us last week. I got Ivan Pudge Rodriguez. And you got um, you got that Mike uh, Mike uh, Pizza Mike Pizza yeah that's what it was yeah that's what I called him in elementary school <laughs> hilarious what got over every got time every single time <laughs> so Mike looked at our teams he liked what he saw he thought he could improve and then I said we gotta amp it up because we're only you know a month away at this point and we still have half of our rosters to fill out so this week. I thought we'd do something a little special and step back in time a little bit. Let me take you back to 1998. I know, usually you're in charge of the sound effects. (laughs) I apologize for kind of stepping on your toes there. You did great. (laughs) Was it okay? Yeah, yeah. You even got your hands going. Not everyone can see that, but... I feel like you can't make that sound effect without doing the hand gesture. The rain falling gesture. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Thank you for that. Now, we're going to fall on that rain into 1998. Okay? Do you remember 1998? I do. Where were you? At home in my parents' living room, where I was in elementary school. Talking about Mike Pizza. Talking about Mike Pizza. <laughs> Slaying every day. <laughs> well, there was a lot more players than just Mike Pizza. 1998 was one of the most memorable seasons in MLB history because of a very exciting storyline that they cooked up. Home run record chase. Bum, bum, bum. That wasn't very good. Uh, really? I, yeah. I thought you I thought you were going to come up with something better. <laughs> yeah, I went back to that well again. <laughs> <laughs> Quick backstory. Let's go back even further for a second. 1927, Babe Ruth, you've heard that name, the original home run king. He set a record of 60 home runs not to be beaten until 1961 when Roger Maris hit 61. It matched up. It was nice. It matched up. Does that mean they're going to hit 98 and 98? No, they're not. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Temper your expectations. (laughs) Although someday. It'll happen. Around comes 1998. And the MLB is in need of a bit of a shot in the arm. Uh, Plenty of players are getting shots in the arm at this (laughs) point. No pun intended. (laughs) But the MLB needs to inject a little excitement into the game. More so than just their jacked up players. (laughs) And so Commissioner Bud Selig comes up with the idea... To break the home run record, which was already, you know, when Maris did it, that was testy because no one's supposed to be better than Babe Ruth. But now they're going to do it again. There was a strike in 1994. They need something to reinvest the fans. And so they come up with this. 1997, they kind of set this up. They kind of previewed it. Mark McGuire is this big stud, bash brother, just launching him. Ken Griffey Jr. needs no introduction. The star of the league at this point. Got his own video game. They both hit a, a, a tremendous amount of home runs. But don't break the record in 97. Seems like that's going to be the way that they go in 98. But Sela needs to tinker a little bit with, with the formula. Despite the fact that they'd already set this up. Wants to get a Dominican player in there. So it's not just two guys from America. It's good to, to have that representation. So it becomes Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. And they are off to the races. They're just hitting a ton of home runs. Holy air traffic control. Traffic control. That's why. See you later. Number five. 
McGuire trying to change that. That's well hit down the line and left. And gone. Over the wall, his second of the night, his sixth of the season. Oh, my goodness. That one didn't have a chance to stay in the facility, folks. All over the changeup. Sosa's second bomb in his Tons of More so than have ever been hit. Mark McGuire is off to a hot start. Sammy Sosa hits a record number of home runs in one month, 20 in June, to catch up to him. They're battling back and forth. In a, in a very well-booked finale, the two teams are playing against each other when Mark McGuire hits numbers 61 and 62 to break the record. Sammy is graceful in defeat, gives him a hug after he rounds the bases. But the story doesn't quite end there, right? They continue to uh, to play because that's only in September. They that, at the beginning of the month, season's not over yet. These monsters have a whole extra month to keep slugging, and it ends up. I think Sosa has 66. McGuire ends up setting the record with 70. First and third, two out. And so that becomes a story that everybody remembers. I remember it. I remember going to school, hearing everybody talking about it. I remember watching some of it. These guys transcended, you know, sports into mainstream culture in a huge way. They were on every commercial. They were on the late night shows. You saw their faces everywhere. Yeah. If they're at the plate, other games would cut to them. So yeah. You had to watch <laughs> just, them. Just in case they hit one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, that's how big it was. MLB went all in on this storyline, and I think that it paid off in a major way. It did eventually backfire on them when the whole steroid thing came out. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> but, you know, I think Bud Selig would say the ends justified the means. <laughs> <laughs> they were playing with fire there, but some people say it saved the sport. So Yeah, exactly. It was worth it. We should say again that that record didn't even stand for a couple of years because they decided to break it a few years later when they had your first overall pick. <laughs> yeah. And there was no one chasing with him. It was all by himself. <laughs> all by himself. In a pack of one there for good reason. <laughs> So, what does this mean? This week, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa are the only players in the pool. But, who do we pick? I thought I'd let them help us decide. Ah, so, joining us now are Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. Hey, Mark. Who's your friend? Um, I, I think that's Sammy Sosa. What? Wow. Yeah. Well, uh... Hey, Mark, you're looking great. Best shape of your life? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Sammy, you're looking very white. Thank you very much. So nice of you to notice. Hard not to. I can see how people can say that. Okay, so, Mark, why should I choose you over Sammy Sosa? Uh, yeah. My track record, the God-given talent, the hand-eye coordination, the ability, the genetics I was given... I was given the gift to hit home runs. Genetics were genetically modified. I mean, uh, if uh, guys, it doesn't matter. It's the enhanced all-star game. And you're one to talk, Sammy. Dude. All right, Sammy, then what do you bring to the table that Mark doesn't? Well, I'm very talented, very handsome, very charismatic, 
pretty good at home runs. But I'm very humble, so I would not say you should pick me. Only if you want to win, pick me. I broke the record. I have more home runs, though. I was a born home run hitter. I mean, uh, plus I am a better defender. Won the Gold Gloves at first base, and so they love my defense. Uh, no one loves your I was defense. A third baseman. Uh, they like my defense better than you. So those utility guys that are really I could big hit a home now. Run as far as hitting home runs, my first hit bat in the league was a home run over mountains. I still talk about home runs I hit in high school. Out of Wrigley Field. Still talk about home runs I hit in Legion. Still talk about the home runs I hit in college. I love the nation and home runs. Mark McGuire, you keep talking about the past. I still talk about the home runs I hit in minor leagues. What can you do now? I was given the gift to hit home runs. Then prove it, Mark. See, the thing is about. I'm sure that he could hit a home run right now. You think he could hit a home run now? Yeah, I truly believe so. Okay, prove it then. You hit a home run right now. I hit a home no, run right now. I'm gonna hit a home run. I guarantee you that. Uh, yeah, home run innings contest sounds like a good idea, guys. But can we take this out? Oh, jeez. Where'd you pull that baseball bat from? How? You, yeah, where did that come from? Oh run. my god. Okay, well, I they clearly can still hit. Let me Guys, take the swing. Come on, this is a studio. You're, you're wrecking. You break it, you bought it. You're, yeah, everything. Oh my, I don't think they care. Okay, I, you know, um, I'll take Mark McGuire. That's my pick. Um, okay. Can we get out of here? Fine. Jeez. Okay. Oh my gosh, they're completely wrecking the studio. There's gonna be nothing left when we get back there. All right, well, since we're talking about the All-Star game, this seems as good as a time as any to let you in on um, on this little project I've been working on. Walk with me. You may have noticed our R&D budget has been getting just eaten up. Yeah, I wanted to ask about that. So, as you know, we're trying to make an All-Star game that features the strongest, fastest, and greatest players of all time. Sure. Now, there's a lot of players in all time. So, um, so I've been trying to find some ways to deliver on that promise. I don't want, you know, Rob Manfred to say we didn't do the best job we could have. And we have this whole uncovering sports R&D department that hasn't really been doing much of anything. What's your point? Uh, well, here we go. So I invested in this. What the hell is that? It's a time machine. Excuse me? Yeah, a time machine. Does it work? Oh, it works. You've tested it? The intern tested it. I haven't seen him around lately. <laughs> He's in 1976. Okay. Well. Next week, we're not making our picks in the studio. Next week, my pick comes from the golden age of the game. So suit up. We are in for an adventure. Deuces?